Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. So when it comes to athletics domestically and internationally, our next guest is all over it. The Herald Sun, Scott Gullen, has covered the sport for a long, long time, and his news and opinion is all over today's Herald Sun. Scott, welcome. Thanks a lot for your time. Good morning, Prince. Great to have you on. I need to ask you, though, have Sports Integrity Australia completely botched this? Oh, yes, would be the short answer. I mean, the fact they're still uh, hanging on for grim death to try and nail Peter Bowl is the sad part. They they've gone hard early. They said, you know, they had an they had an irregularity in a test. They fronted up at his front door. They took his laptop, took his computer, which, as you know, with a lot of these drug busts, usually it's the the path, the data that gives the person away. They couldn't find anything, mm. and then the bees come back. Not a match. It's not a negative, like you've explained, but it's inconclusive. So clearly, to most people, that would mean this test shouldn't be counted. So Peter Bowles should be free to continue on. How did the and why did the A result reach the public domain? Well, this is a problem in Australia. As uh, Paul Green, who's Peter Bowles' lawyer, an American lawyer, it doesn't happen like this overseas. So what happens is the Federation gets notified that the athlete has to be provisionally suspended. Mm -hmm. And instead of waiting till the B sample is done, they feel the need, which Swimming Australia did it with Shana Jack, if you remember. She had to leave a swimming competition and had to go home, and they then released why. Rather than wait, like we said, it's two, three weeks potentially where you could easily come up with an excuse. Like Peter Bolt told his training group he had COVID, and then he might have had a sore hamstring. That's why he's not training for a few weeks. There are ways to keep this quiet until you have absolute certainty. Whereas what we've seen is Peter Bowles' reputation completely trashed on a false narrative. Nothing happens quickly, does it, Scott? Like I know a lot of people are wondering, in, it's 2023, why is the gap between the A sample and the B sample still so long? Oh, I totally agree. I mean, this sample was done in October, and then Peter didn't know in January he was informed. So... The problem is, that, I mean, it got sent to a laboratory overseas. They didn't further analysis in Australia. The EPO test is very subjective. So one scientist could look at a result and be completely different theory to another. That's why there's so many issues with EPO. And Peter, with what they knew, they still haven't got the lab results, but they were told there's a five-band strength when it comes to EPO testing. Obviously, five is very strong. Mm. His was barely on the one band. So there was already some doubt, yet they've gone hard on him. And you look at it and you go, well, why? I mean, they like to get big scalps. They're a government agency. They, have, they spend a lot of money. They've, it helps them to get a big name, and that's what I fear happened here. They're like, oh, we can get one of Australia's best sports person because we've got a little bit of evidence here. Should we check it? Oh, no, we'll go hard, and then we'll worry about it later. Unfortunately, that's what they've done. And this is the – I mean, you use the word fear. This is the fear, isn't it, that regardless of what happens from here, and hopefully for Peter Bowles' case it's a positive outcome, that 
he'll, there'll always be an element of mud that will, will stick to him or, I guess, a, a, that undercurrent of suspicion. Of course. And as we know, you know, hopefully in August at the World Champs, he wins a medal, but what would the second or third paragraph be? Mm. Oh, you know, Bowl, who earlier this year mm. got over an EPO charge. But the EPO charge is always going to be in his bio. It's always going to be there. And he's missed out on a lot. I mean, he was going to be Young Australian of the Year. He was booked to fly to Government House in Canberra two days before he got, uh, two days after he got, uh, it got announced. So imagine the sponsorship that flows from there. I mean, he's missing out on a lot of stuff now because of this, what has turned out to be your wrong assertion. And this sort of stuff does, I guess, uh, encourage the conspiracy theorists to come forward. And you had something of one in regards to, I guess, the leaking of information here from, from the SIA. And, it, and in your mind, it could be, anyway, we're all hypothesising, uh, relate to that Young Australian of the Year announcement. Yeah, I think there was a feeling out there that Athletics Australia and Sport Integrity Australia were aware that the Young Australian of the Year was about to happen. They were concerned that, say, he won that award and then news of the drug scandal broke a couple of weeks later in that time frame, Mm. how embarrassing that would be. So that accelerated their thought, and they thought they were doing everything by the book and being transparent, just to say that there is an issue with Peter Bowl, But the problem is, when you say there is an issue, it's EPO and he's failed a test. That's all people here. So... I think they were influenced by that Young Australian of the Year award, no doubt. So this atypical finding with the B sample, which is now going to get a, another opinion, of course, uh, with a member of WADA's you know, EPO working group, how, there's no timeline, they stress, but, I mean, this, this could drag on for, for how long, do you reckon, Scott? Yeah, well, they're, they're still saying they're going to have a hearing, which um, Bowles Camp doesn't believe will go ahead, but a hearing to discuss this matter. So they, they're claiming that could be in a month. So you'd think they'd have to have their next analysis by then. But Paul Green, the American lawyer, is adamant this is not going to go on any further Mm. and that, in a way, that statement yesterday was them sort of, well, not being sore losers, but just sort of trying to say, oh, we're still doing something, but in reality, he thinks it'll go away because how many times can you analyse the same urine, the same test? I mean... It's already been done three or four times and hasn't come up a clear eight. And I know I read his quotes uh, in in the Herald Sun, Paul Green, really strong, his lawyer over there in the States, as you you mentioned. Uh, Clearly he's sizing up for some legal action here of some kind. I mean, do you think that's a a real possibility? Well, I think loss of earnings, as we discussed, has to be there and hardship, etc. I mean, there's a lot of legal costs that Peter has to involve, so... Certainly he comes from America where, as you know, you can litigate against anything. So that's his mindset. We're not as keen over here, but I think he's certainly angling towards why was this athlete's reputation tarnished for no reason, which basically is what the narrative will be by the end of it. Yeah. So let's boil down to the nitty gritty of it, Scott, then. And we get a lot of texts here at SEN, as you know, and... Some believing, I think we all want to believe, but I guess we're scarred from, from you know, athletes in all manner of sports who have disappointed us and let us down in years gone by, but we desperately want to believe each and every time. How would you summarise the mood out there from the athletics community, um, the sport-loving community around the believability percentage of, of this case? And it, how would you sum it up? I think uh, Peter Bowl, like a lot of the elite athletes, has had I'd say up to 70 tests over the last three years. There's been one that showed, this one that showed a red flag, and there was one other where 
there was an issue with mm. his his EPO levels, like you mentioned earlier, where and they are going to test him to see naturally if he produces more than normal because it's all about volume of EPO in your body. So I would suggest there's the the athletes they feel an anger towards the system because you know one of their highest profile mates has gone through it, gone through the ringer and come out the other side, hopefully negative like we think. So the athletes are wary. The public, you can't help it. It's going to be mentioned, like I said before. But I think enough people in Australia will see, hang on, he's tested hundreds of times. This is the only time something's come up and there's no evidence that it's actually true. I know, but as we've seen, athletes can pass tests forever, you know, and Lance Armstrong passed them forever and ever. I'm certainly not drawing comparisons between the two, but, um, you know, the the complexity in testing, it's a a race between the drug takers and the drug testers that the takers are always going to be in front on. And EPO, as we've mentioned, is so open to subjectivity. It's um, that sadly, that's an alibi I don't think people really buy anymore. No, I agree with that. And, you know, mostly EPO's injections only. So that's why it's such a... Micro-dosed and the like, yeah. Yeah. The fact they're testing isn't 100% is a worry. I mean, and you rely on one scientist via another. So, yeah, look, I think there's always going to be... I mean, track and field has a history like cycling. It's pretty hard when you get into this area. There's a lot of cases where people have cheated. So you're pushing it up hill a little bit but I think Peter Bowles history of testing and I know what you said people can pass tests but I just think he's uh, mm. he's been crucified in this occasion. No and I, I agree with you there I think the process has just gone horribly wrong and uh, needs to be properly examined if not overhauled uh, after this. Uh, Scotty really appreciate you jumping on mate at, uh, at, at short notice too it must be said and uh, we'll follow your, your stories and your analysis with interest in the Herald Sun. Pleasure, Sam. Thank you for your time. And great. Scotty Gallen there joining us on the line. We want to believe. Do you believe? one three hundred seven three six seven three six. 736 The 40 Wings temper. 0433 98 11 16.